how will you be remembered? Up next, the lives we frequently touch will almost always get a true perception of our character. Welcome to On the Bright Side with Bobby Bollinger, entrepreneur, business owner, and spiritual life coach. Bobby and his brother Glenn own Alliance Sports Group, a collection of hardware and sports product lines including Nebo tools and flashlights sold in over 40,000 retail stores across America. Are you looking for a place to promote your products, services, church, or a great advertising vehicle? On the Bright Side is open to a select number of exclusive advertising partners. Get a deeply discounted package with exclusivity, endorsement, and web and social media inclusion. Call today, 847-312-8197. Now, get ready for On the Bright Side with Bobby. I have a question for you this morning, though. When it's your time to depart this earth... How will you be remembered? Not something you ask yourself every day. But this little notice caught my attention this week. Listen to this. We were sorry to hear about the recent passing of Robert Kearns, the man who invented the intermittent windshield wiper. At his funeral, there wasn't a dry eye in the house. Then there was. Then there wasn't. Then there was. <laughs> okay. Okay. But it did make the little little story did make me make me think. When my time comes, what will they say about me? Referring to his time to go, Dr. James Dobson, he says that he wants this one simple epitaph chiseled on his headstone. I told you I was sick. <laughs> well, it's pretty, more, it's pretty normal for most of us to avoid thinking about our eventual demise. I mean, it's just not something we're comfortable talking about. The insecure Woody Allen likes to say, it's, it's not that I'm afraid to die, I just don't want to be there when it happens. <laughs> but the truth is that reflecting on how we will be remembered can be an effective way to examine which direction our life is currently going. You see, it's not likely that we're, we're going to be able to fool our family, our friends, or the people that we work with about our true nature. The lives we frequently touch will almost always get a true perception of our character. So maybe it's a good idea to overcome our, our phobia of pondering our departure long enough to ask ourselves, how will I be remembered? Because I don't know about you, but I, I don't want to be remembered like the windshield wiper guy. I want to come to grips with the truth that our life is not about what we do nearly as much as it is about what we become. Well, you might say the more important question to, to ponder is when your time is up is where do I go from here? And that's a good point. But if you can get a read on how you will be remembered you may have already answered the question. So I can honestly say 
that I don't know yet how I will be remembered. But I have some wonderful role models to strive after. How about how the Philippians remember the Apostle Paul? He's the one who said, For me to live as Christ and to die is gain. Now that is worth remembering. Did you know that over 1,600 verses in the Bible have to do with money and finances? Stay right there to hear three of Solomon's secrets to being successful with money. On the Bright Side, we'll be right back. Are you looking for a place to promote your products, services, church, or a great advertising vehicle? On the Bright Side is open to a select number of exclusive advertising partners. Get a deeply discounted package with exclusivity, endorsement, and web and social media inclusion. Call today, 847-312-8197. And now, back to On the Bright Side, as Bobby Bollinger shares his unique layman's perspective as viewed through his lifelong journey of faith. A company faced with hard times offered a bonus of $1,000 to any employee who could come up with a way of saving money. Well, the $1,000 winning bonus was awarded to a young man in the mailroom who suggested limiting all future bonuses to $100. (laughs) I like that. We should send him to Washington. (laughs) Okay, well now I know some people don't really like anybody talking about money and finances in church because they are conditioned to think that it always leads back to promoting the offering. And even though it's true that there's a connection between pleasing God and good stewardship, it's also true that God intentionally provides a roadmap to a blessed life that starts with very simple precepts. You see, God wants to bless us and for us to be prosperous and to have an abundant life. That means He wants us to make money. And He wants us to use money wisely. His Word is full of information about how to deal with money. God tests us, and he teaches us through all the issues we have with money. Did you know that over 1,600 verses in the Bible have to do with money and finances? Over 500 verses include the words money, riches, or wealth. One of the treasures that God blessed us with in his word is the wisdom of Solomon in the book of Proverbs. Now, Solomon became the wisest and the wealthiest man the world has ever known. And I want to share with you just a few of Solomon's secrets to successfully manage money. But just so you know, they're not secrets. They're in the book. So here you go. The first secret to being successful with money is to understand your present financial condition. Or another way of saying it is, know your dough. 
Now, this may sound ridiculous to some people, but believe me, this is the biggest problem people have. But you can't be a good steward unless you know what it is you have to be a good steward of. Solomon said, be sure to know, or be sure you know the condition of your flocks. Give careful attention to your herds. Well, back then, your biggest assets and sometimes your currency was the animals that you had. So what he was saying is just pay attention and know what you have. It could be flocks or it could be stocks. At our place of business, we take our financial position very serious. We can't afford not to know where we stand. With thousands of products in inventory, we get concerned if we can't find every item. And it's not because one missing flashlight is going to make a difference. It's because we know we're not a good shepherd if one sheep goes missing. Because if one can go missing, then who knows how many others could. That's the mindset that we need about our money. Not to hoard it or to be greedy with it. But so that we have command over it. I believe everyone wants to be a good steward with their money. But if you don't dig in until you know where you really are, you simply can't expect God's principles of prosperity to apply to you. The next secret that Solomon shared with with us is this. You have to pay yourself. You have to pay yourself. Now let me tell you what I mean by that. Proverbs says, go to the ant, the ant, and consider its ways and be wise. The ant has no commander, no ruler, yet it stores up its provisions in summer and gathers its food at harvest. So Solomon is saying that even bugs know how to save money. Now you're probably thinking, let the ants deal with my mortgage and the college loans and then get back to me. But here's the thing. 85% of Americans say they have no savings. That means most of us here don't either. For most of us, the demand to maintain our lifestyle makes us feel like saving money is impossible. Because it seems like we pay everybody in the world, but we can never save And that's really Solomon's simple wisdom here. We need to pay ourselves to create a surplus. We have to treat ourselves as an important bill to pay and prioritize our money to do that every week or every month. That's what the ant does because he knows there's going to come a time when it's needed. And finally, the most telling secret Solomon reveals about successful living is for us to, are you ready? Simply tithe. Solomon said, honor the Lord with your wealth, with the first fruit of all your crops. Then your barns will be filled to overflowing and your vats will brim over with new wine. Now, listen to me. If you've ever listened to me. Solomon lived this life. He honored God in that way. And he witnessed prosperity like no one since. So I have to say, he's one very credible source for this 
piece of advice. Tithing. I've talked a lot about tithing over the years. The more I do, the more it becomes clear to me that it's one of the best ideas God ever had to reveal the commitment and character of a believer. Okay, I know you've heard these secrets before. But here's the reason that I'm reminding you of them today. How serious can God take us in our prayers to bless us financially? When we don't take ourselves seriously enough to take advantage of the principles He's already given us. And believe me, God gave me this little message for me today. Not just for you. I know that God wants to pour out His blessings on His people. And when we, when we show the Lord we trust Him enough to count our flock and learn how to save and honor Him in obedience with our tithes, then we are already living in the grace where something good always happens in Jesus' name. And where we will know it was no secret why it did. Worry and anxiety are tools of the enemy to distract and defeat us. Coming up next, discover how you can push anxiety aside and find peace in the midst of troubling times. On the Bright Side, we'll be right back. Attention small business owners. If you operate a retail business and are looking for great selling products with high margins, consider becoming a Nebo dealer. Nebo was founded by Christian business owners Bob and Glenn Bollinger and is the leading brand for independent retailers everywhere. Here's why. Nebo partners with retailers to maximize valuable counter space, a constant stream of new innovative lights, incredible impulse displays, and an industry-only buyback guarantee, which means Nebo will buy back your inventory in the unlikely event it doesn't sell. So if you own a retail business of any type, become a Nebo dealer and start turning profits like never before. Receive a free no-obligation sample of a great Nebo light and see for yourself. That's right. Get a free Nebo light and a Nebo catalog. To get your free flashlight and catalog, go to NeboDealer.com or call 847-312-8197. That's NeboDealer.com or call 847-312-8197. We hope you're enjoying Bobby Bollinger's unique layman's perspective as viewed through his lifelong journey of faith on the Bright Side. I have a word for you this morning, especially if you're dealing with not being able to be free. If you're dealing with anxiety and worry in your life, you can do something about it. Actually, the word I have isn't my word. It's a word from the word. And it's in Philippians. It's in chapter 4. The Apostle Paul says this, Do not be anxious for anything, but in everything, by prayer and petition with thanksgiving, present your request to God. And the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. What a great word. You know, we live in anxious times. We have so many things thrown at us. 
every day to deal with that can cause worry and can cause stress and anxiety. In fact, there's an old joke where a guy goes to a psychiatrist and he says, Doc, you have to help me. The doctor says, okay, what's the problem? He says, every time I go to sleep, I dream I'm a wigwam or a teepee. The doctor said, that's no problem. You're just too tense. So you see, having things that generally cause anxiety and stress really can't be prevented. But here's the thing. For a Christian, anxiety and stress is not allowed to stay. It has to go. Anxiety and stress is a destructive exercise. It's been said that worry and anxiety is just unbelief in disguise. Jesus talked about this subject too. He said this, Who of you, by worrying, can add a single hour to his life? And since you can't do this little thing, why do you worry about the rest? This past week, we enjoyed a vacation in the Colorado mountains, and we had a wonderful view of the mountains off the deck of our cabin. And the first day that we were there, we were just sitting out there, taking in all the beauty, when three beautiful deer and their fawns, I think that's the correct word for baby deer. They appeared making their way down the hill in front of us, headed for the stream down below. And we couldn't take our eyes off of them. And then we realized that to get to the stream, they would have to cross the highway that ran all the way up to the national park. And this time of year, the highway is extremely busy. So when they reached the highway... We were literally gripped with fear that these beautiful creatures would get hit by a car. And frankly, my first thought was, maybe I should get my wife and daughters away from the porch so they couldn't watch a possible tragedy. But we were frozen, and we just watched helplessly. Finally, one deer darted out on the highway, and a truck slammed on his brakes and barely missed her. And then, thankfully, the traffic stopped on both sides so that the rest of the deer could cross the road. And as our high anxiety in the moment turned to relief, I realized that my wife and daughters had been praying out loud for the safety of these beautiful animals. You see, as Christians, when we face circumstances that create fear, Anxiety in our life. Our spiritual instinct should be to do exactly what they did. The situation was completely out of our hands, but the Word teaches us that nothing is too insignificant that we can't pray to God for. We may not know the outcome of the situation, but we are assured of the peace of God nonetheless. One of the great pioneers of the faith is a 19th century evangelist named George Mueller. In his writings, he said something with great wisdom. 
He said, the beginning of anxiety is the end of faith. And the beginning of faith is the end of anxiety. So when we face anxiety and we sense anxiety rising up in us, that's just an opportunity for us to display our faith and our trust in God. The Scripture says, by prayer and petition. That's turning over our anxiety to Him. And the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your heart and your minds in Jesus Christ. You know, worry and anxiety is one of the greatest tools of the enemy to distract us and defeat us. But the Word shows us that our faith in God will trump worry and anxiety every time. And God intends for us to use these events in our life to grow and to find peace and joy through Jesus Christ. So no matter what is causing anxiety in your life, worry, stress, depression, when you have to wait those two or three extra days for the test results to come in from the doctor, or your bills are piling up and you just can't see how you're going to pay them, these are the times when you have to let faith rise up in you and push the worry and anxiety aside. Because you have the promise of a peace that transcends all understanding through Jesus Christ. You see, Christ wants us to live for him today, right now. Jesus said, don't be anxious for tomorrow. Tomorrow will take care of itself. Isn't it great that the best advice in the world comes from the Lord himself? He said, tomorrow will take care of itself. So if you're facing any of these issues today, just open up your heart. Push anxiety and push worry aside and receive from the Lord what he has for you today. And then, don't worry about it. You have been listening to On the Bright Side with Bobby Bollinger, entrepreneur, business owner, and spiritual life coach. Are you looking for a place to promote your products, services, church, or a great advertising vehicle? On the Bright Side is open to a select number of exclusive advertising partners. Get a deeply discounted package with exclusivity, endorsement, and web and social media inclusion. Call today, 847-312-8197. That's 847-312-8197. Or Bobby at onthebrightside.org. 847-312-8197 or bobby at onthebrightside.org. Pregnant, single, alone. Where does a young woman in this situation turn to for help? Embrace Grace. Does your church stand in the gap for young pregnant women in need of love and support? Embrace Grace. How can a congregation be both pro-life and pro-love? Embrace Grace. Embrace Grace responds with love to women in an unplanned pregnancy. Embrace Grace reaches out with kindness and acceptance and without judgment. Nearly 500 churches offer Embrace Grace, a gospel-centered program designed to help single pregnant moms let go of past hurts and wounds and prepare them spiritually, emotionally, and practically for motherhood. Embrace Grace paves the way for young single women to become spiritually and emotionally healthy parents. Visit EmbraceGrace.com 
or call 817-755-8484 to learn how your church can embrace grace. That's EmbraceGrace.com or call 817-755-8484.